And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Dr. Sky Podcast, episode number 101, heard exclusively here on KTAR News 92.3 FM, and also the Dr. Sky Show, well over a decade, here on this radio station, KTAR, and all of its power, proudly and on purpose, 3 a.m. Saturday mornings, hoping you're tuning in for the best as we can give you from the realms of astronomy, space, aviation, and weather, and so much more. And if you'd like to email me, that's simple. That's the best way to get in touch with me. It's simply Dr. Sky Show, D-R-S-K-Y Show at gmail.com. And we make it a habit to answer all those emails. But again, welcome to episode 101 as we move through the second week of September 2022. How about that? The summer monsoon is still hanging on. Many of you experience the remnants of what was Hurricane Gay creeping along the Baja coast in, of course, southern Mexico, now transpiring into a tropical depression and moving across at least bands of it across to Arizona. Much needed rain we probably didn't get unless you were in the far east valley. But as sky conditions hopefully will improve, we mentioned in our, all of our programs that the monsoon season, at least as the meteorological world looks at it, should end by September the 30th. We get set for hopeful clearer and cooler skies as we move on to that important date on the calendar as we move on to the 22nd with the autumnal equinox. How many of you got to see the beautiful harvest moon? Now, I know it was cloudy for good parts of Arizona, particularly in Phoenix, America's fifth largest city. But take advantage of this as you'll still continue to see the moon almost looking full. It now goes waning gibbous, which means that the moon itself in available sunlight will be shrinking. The waning moon then moves on to the last quarter moon on the 17th. By that time, and around the 19th, the moon reaches apogee, its farthest position away from the Earth. But it's hardly noticeable to many who do look with the naked eye, but you'll notice a size difference, comparing it to September 7th's perigee, just preceding the beautiful harvest moon. And then don't forget, the moon after the 17th will continue to wane and become a very, very thin crescent. It moves on to its new phase on the 25th. So if you're really looking for dark skies, Dr. Sky's opinion is always this. Always look right around the time, of course, of new moon, of the dark of the moon. And for this particular month, that happens during the last week of September. So you should get in some good sky watching. Let's go to the news department first and talk a little bit more about current space activities. Well, the Artemis One, NASA's moon rocket, of course, as you probably know by now, gets grounded again due to some leaks with hydrogen. And one of the stories is, is that hydrogen was pressurized through one of these big tubes or pipes or hoses. And apparently too much pressure, maybe 60 PSI, was pumped into it when only 20 PSI should have so that we had hydrogen leaks. So things don't necessarily look like they're going to be launching anytime soon. Who knows? There are some launch opportunities that are coming up. They happen to be in the mid-period, believe it or not, of September, October, and then early into November, but we'll talk more about that. Hey, by the way, don't forget, there will be another total eclipse of the moon, and that takes place for all of our friends coming up in the month of November, and we'll give you more specifics about that. It should be on the 8th, and that will be an early morning event for us here in Arizona. Total eclipses of the moon are not as rare as you might think, but they're beautiful. But continuing in the news department, how about this? A major coronal mass ejection exploded on the sun on September the 5th. What's that? 
high-energy particles released way up and through the sun's corona, sometimes and incorrectly referred to as the sun's atmosphere, because the corona is actually hotter than the surface of the sun. Hard to believe, but that's a big physics deal. What happened on the 5th is this large coronal mass ejection exploded from a sunspot group on the far side of the sun. Now, what may happen again is that sunspot group, well, it may return to the visible front of the sun, so stay tuned. But if that particular event happened on this side, the Earthwood side, who knows what kind of hell and havoc would have rained from these very fast particles moving through space. Remember, a solar flare, you would see the results in about eight and a half minutes because that's, of course, direct by light, the speed of light. But coronal mass ejections, with all their energies and protons and other related material and plasma, take upwards of 14 to 17 hours to get here. We'll keep you uh, apprised on what's happening on the sun. And always, ladies and gentlemen, it's good to check the various websites that we talk about here on this particular radio program and our podcast. We highly recommend this, theskylive.com. Now, if you haven't gone there by now, I recommend you do that because you're going to learn so much more about visual astronomy. And that's mostly what we talk about here. Obviously, astronomy, space, aviation, and weather is all part of our program. So let's continue on with a few more things that go on in the world of space. We mentioned the big CME, the latest on the Artemis 1 moon rocket, and so many other things are happening in the world of space. When will we ever get to the moon? Well, the latest prognostication, or at least the least the theories of people who predict this, is if all goes well, we could do man and female landings on the surface of the moon, maybe as early as 2025, 2026. In the world of aviation, if you're a big fan of aviation, this is the great week for the Reno Air Races. And also, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to pay tribute to all those who died on September the 11th. I'm a New Yorker, and as we mark the 21st anniversary of that very tragic day, not only for New York, but of course in Washington, D.C., and in Pennsylvania, but all over the United States and the world, the impact of those aircraft that were taken and flown into buildings, into the Pentagon, and intentionally crashed into a field in Pennsylvania are still in our hearts and in our minds, so we say never forget. But in the world of aviation, as I mentioned, the Reno Air Races take place this week. Our sister website is this, photorecon.net. So go there and take a look at the great archive that my brother Joe Cates is doing with the things that go above our heads in the world of aviation. As we mentioned before in the realm of weather, we had, of course, the tropical storm K, which was a hurricane, degrade from a level two hurricane, a level one moving to a tropical storm and then a tropical depression. They're not quite that common. People have asked me, Dr. Sky, do we get a lot of hurricanes in Arizona? Not really. We've had a few major ones that have come up from the Pacific, but this is the time of year that it would happen. Rapidly for planets, let's go into the evening sky. By now, I hope everybody's gotten to see the planet Saturn. I like to call it the original ring world. Easy to see. Just look high up into the southeast. That star-like object that's about 830 million miles from your eye looks so much better in a telescope. But Jupiter really steals the show. And over the weekend, I had an opportunity, maybe you did, to see the post-harvest moon that on Saturday evening, at about 15 degrees to the left, oh boy, the brilliant planet Jupiter, Zeus, the god of gods, even in a pair of binoculars, which I had, and you can do the same thing, I saw four of the Galilean moons, Io Europa, Ganymede, and Callisto, and just know that Jupiter comes to opposition as we move toward the end of this particular month. 
So it'll be happening on the 26th. What does that mean? Jupiter rises at sunset. It's magnificent in a telescope. It really is bright. And really, those of you with telescopes, you have an opportunity to see a lot of detail. Following that in the northeast, as it rises just a little after 10.30 p.m. local time, planet Mars, the red god of war, continues to shine. As I mentioned many times, it's getting closer to the Earth, and it will be closest to us around the date of December the 7th. And we'll talk more about that in future Dr. Sky podcasts. We want to know the things you want to hear about on this podcast. You know, we can go left, right, of center. We can do quantum physics. We can do anything you want. Ufology, the stories of maps and how they were created, things like that. Navigation, how did the ancients navigate by the stars? And how do we navigate by the stars? Just let us know. Email us, drskyshow at gmail.com. And by the way, Dr. Sky and team visit the high deserts of Arizona and have some really interesting programs, as you may know already. Let's begin with our monthly cruise to the cosmos on the beautiful Dolly Steamboat out on Canyon Lake. Weather should be good. When's the next cruise? Mark your calendars, September the 24th, Saturday, sailing Duckside at 5.30 p.m., a two-and-a-half-hour journey into what I like to call Arizona's Junior Grand Canyon, our laser show that we point out objects in the sky. We'll have some other surprises and a few gifts for the kiddies on there. Make your reservations now. Call them during normal business hours. There you go, 480-827-9144. That's 480-827-9144. Or simply make your reservations at dollysteamboat.com. And then our high desert adventures continue at the Wild Resort and Spa in beautiful West Sedona. Join us on Saturday evening in the beautiful Grove that's in the back area. A beautiful area. I think you and your family will love this. A beautiful sky show as long as the weather conditions are good. Laser show, television. Sometimes when we put the moon on the big TV screen and telescopes and star charts for all. Make your reservations at wildresort.com that is in West Sedona and we'll be there again if you don't make the first one on the 17th on Saturday, excuse me, on Tuesday evening September the 27th. Dr. Sky reminds you to always remember to keep your eyes to the skies listening to our show for well over 10 years would love comment on that 3 a.m. on purpose here on KTAR News 92.3 FM with me your host Dr. Sky reminding you to always remember to keep your eyes to the skies Simply, I'm your navigator on the highway to the heavens. We wish you the best of health and happiness and also clear skies. See you next week.